Welcome to The Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us on broadcast or podcast. In yesterday's message, uh, we had a little different take on uh, Valentine's Day, and or I'm sorry, the day before on Valentine's Day, and then yesterday, uh, a look at the Jungle Book, the cultural transition of the Jungle Book from the original Rudyard Kipling novel to the 67 animated version to the 2016 animated version and the impact that had on us. Um, now, you can listen to those again if you go to wjmm.com, click on the podcast tab near the upper right, and the Love and Wardship links will get you today and the previous two days. If you want more than that, you can go to loveandlordship.com. That's the Love and Lordship site where the authority of love uh, uh, comes from, our ministry from Love and Lordship, and you can find those and many other articles, videos, and podcasts. So we'd love to hear what you think about them, and if they impact you, maybe you can share those with others. Um, you can also find those on vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship. That's, you'll find that on the Love and Lordship page as well, but you can go directly to vimeo, V-I-M, mom, V-I-M-E-O.com uh, forward slash love and lordship or on podbean, P-O-D as in dog, B as in boy, E-A-N as in Nancy, podbean.com, loveandlordship.podbean.com. So with that said, today's message, we're going to look at nine Little but impactful ways to show love to your spouse. How's that to wrap up? Well, we're not wrapped up because tomorrow we're going to have a Family Foundation Friday. So come back and join us tomorrow for that. David Walls, Executive Director. But today we're going to wrap up the, the Valentine's theme with nine little but meaningful or impactful ways to show love to your spouse. I hear and see this far too often. This is for a quote from someone. Too many days throughout our marriage... I've given my best to others in my work, leaving my leftovers for my spouse. In particular, a husband leaving leftovers for his wife, but not always. As if everyone else is prime rib and she's chopped liver. We must learn to be more aware and intentional to remind our spouse every single day, I love you, not just in big flamboyant ways, but in little and meaningful ways that tally up to a cherished spouse and one who knows they are cherished. The simple things in life can make a huge impact. We've all heard the saying, it's the little things that matter the most, right? Well, legendary college basketball coach John Wooden took that a step further and said, it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. That's great marriage and relationship advice as well, not just basketball advice. Here are nine seemingly little but powerful ways to show your spouse love with some scriptural reinforcement. We always need those the, the, the character and the foundational principles of scripture to make sure we're walking in the right way, right? The first one, give a greeting each day. Build on God's promise to you of new mercy every morning and share it with your spouse. Lamentations 3.23 says that his, he is faithful, that his mercies are new every morning. Don't overlook the simple but obvious. Each day begins with a new opportunity to encourage your spouse and start the day with a loving good morning or I love you that recognizes his or her dignity and value and what he or she means to you. If for any reason you can't do it on any one day personally, shoot them a text or an email to let them know. Number two, leave a note for your spouse. We're going to build on number one now, right? Again, this can be digital, but make sure that every once in a while it's a handwritten note. 
This is a quick but meaningful time to share how important your spouse is to you. And it can be simple. My wife has left little heart-shaped things on, on a stick-it notepad and put it in my satchel or on my, somewhere on my dashboard or something like that. You can do it. It's really easy. Number three, find ways each day to compliment your spouse personally and publicly. This is a biblical principle that ought to apply first to your spouse. What it, do not use any words or language that tear others down, but only what is good for building each other up. Ephesians 4.29. What are your words doing to your spouse? Building them up or tearing them down? Sincere compliments go a long way and are one of the best ways to show your love. Number four, say I love you every chance you get, whether you feel like it or not. 1 Corinthians 13, 7, you know that from the 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter in verses 4 through 8a. Fill us in with all of this stuff. Make sure you're not holding records of wrongs and you're not uh, begrudging or jealous or prideful. None of those things are love. We have to be willing to give of ourselves. How often have we talked about this idea of saying that you love, whether you feel it or not, in the authority of love. While there are good and bad emotions related to love, love itself is a true commitment and an intentional investment for the good of the other. What better way to be intentional than to express love even when you don't feel like it? Feelings will follow if you take the right actions. Number five, give your full attention to your spouse. Song of Solomon 4, 1a and b and Song of Solomon 4, 7 talk about how we can focus on and paying attention to the things of our spouse, reflecting that. How do you feel when your spouse is focused or at least appears to be on other things when you're talking to him or her? This always pushes your spouse away even when that's not the intent. Draw them in. Draw them to you by choosing to focus and pay attention. Number six, building on number five, practice active listening to your spouse. 1 Corinthians 13, 5a and b talks about how we should think in terms of love toward, our, toward anyone, but that should be in particular toward our spouse. Are we doing that? As you learn to focus and pay attention, you begin to show value and become much more engaged with your spouse. That's a deeper love and an intimacy that places him or her above yourself. Number seven, ask and offer to serve your spouse often. Philippians 2, 3 through 5 talks about we should have the same attitude as that of Christ. Humility. He did not consider equality with God something to be held on to, but he emptied himself. And it says we should, in humility, consider others as better than or above ourselves. You see, if I don't know who I am in Christ, if I'm insecure in any way, it's going to be difficult to do that unless I'm doing it to get something out of it. When you ask and offer to serve your spouse over and over again, do it because of what God has done for you and what Christ has made you and know how to love yourself so you can truly love and serve your spouse. What better way to show that you're actually paying attention, loving your spouse, than when you look for and offer help even when you're not asked? I promise you it will bring many rewards and blessings with this simple act of serving and loving. 
Number eight, practice and learn to touch, physical touch, without expecting sex, right? Okay, most guys are cringing right now. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 C and D talks about that we're not, we're not supposed to do it in pride or anger, that we're supposed to do it with considering the other person, with gentleness. Don't hold record of wrongs and those kind of things. So when and this play comes into play right here, because so often, and our and our wives, men, know this. Oh, here he comes again. He's touching me here and there or wherever, and I know what he wants, right? You can actually build better love and intimacy and better sex if you learn to touch without expecting it. I, I, I don't want to sound sexist here, but I do think I need to make this statement. I've already alluded to it. This is mainly, but not always, for us guys. We're all wired for physical contact and visual uh, imagery, and it certainly enhances your marriage's sexual relationship. But guys, our wives need touches without expectations. A light touch on the hand, shoulder, or back without, quote, demanding, unquote. And you know what I mean when I use that word. Without demanding a return offers comfort, encouragement, and closeness. I promise you'll find many great benefits. And one of them is likely to be more and better sex. Give it a try and keep on trying to find out if I'm right. Number nine, Thank your spouse consistently and as appropriate. Don't patronize, but also don't use uh, uh, patronizing as an excuse not to say thank you as often as you can. Gratitude expresses a joyous heart, and the two most transformational words in a relationship are thank you. Again, be proactive and other-focused and look for reasons and opportunities to show how grateful you are to your spouse for what he or she does and says, and even more importantly, for who your spouse is. Food for thought as we wrap up this week before we go to Family Foundation Friday tomorrow. In your experience, what have you learned about how to show love to your spouse? How might these simple but impactful actions encourage your spouse and build a much stronger and fulfilling marriage if you're willing to make it happen. Here are the action items, four of them today. Choose to spend with time with God and His Word in prayer every day. As you do so, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how His Word can make this kind of love a reality in your marriage. These little things. You know what you're going to have to overcome more than anything? Your own, your own pride, your own insecurities. That's what keeps us from most doing most of these small but powerful things. Number three, if you've not been looking for little simple ways to love your spouse, ask him or her for forgiveness and begin today. And then number four, choose at least one of these nine suggestions and begin practicing today and every day. And then add one or more each day or week to develop your relationship and see the powerful impact it has on your spouse and your marriage. As I've already said, tomorrow as we close out Valentine's week, we're going to shift gears and, and I'm going to have David Walls, Executive Director of the Family Foundation, join us again for our second Family Foundation Friday of 2023. We're going to get updates on the General Assembly in this short session that, that they're in and key legislation and bills that we can act on and make our voices heard on issues that impact marriages, families, and our communities. Join us again. Invite family, friends, and loved ones, even enemies, 
to join us as well as we all need to hear these truths and these principles that come from God's word that impact our lives, our relationships, and our entire culture. Remember, you can get our book at Amazon at uh, The Authority of Love, second, spell it out, S-E-C-O-N-D, second edition. Thanks for joining us. Thanks always for your prayers, and thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Counter and Reeser. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.